and welcome to the Slow Home Podcast. This is a podcast all about learning to live a slower, simpler life in a fast-paced, hectic world. Uh, thank you for joining us. My name is Brooke McCallery. And my name is Ben McCallery. And welcome to episode 174, where we're going to talk about take three for the sea. So, Brooke, tell us a little bit about Take Three for the Sea and that campaign. So, it was started a few years ago, but it's a a clean oceans initiative. And it's it's really simple and that's what I love about it. Mm -hmm. But it was initially founded by uh, people who who love the ocean, people who like they're surfers, they're marine ecologists, they're environmentalists. And over the last couple of years, it's really started to gain momentum, I think because it is such a simple initiative. And essentially, it just encourages people that every time they go to the beach, pick up three pieces of rubbish and really simple. And of course, the the, uh, you know, the result of that is that people will pick up three pieces of rubbish, but then they'll see more and they'll pick up more. But even if every person who went to the beach picked up three pieces of rubbish and put it in the bin, that would have an enormous impact on the cleanliness of our oceans. So then, of course, it's now started to expand to take three for the sea wherever you are. You know, and we do it when we're bushwalking. Uh, you can do it if you're at the park, if you're, you know, in the river, where, like wherever, because almost all rubbish that is on the on the ground will eventually be washed into stormwaters and will eventually end up close to, if not in the ocean. The other side of it that I love is that this small action of picking up three pieces of rubbish can have a big impact because I think so often people feel so overwhelmed by the problem that what can I do? I can't do anything. You know, me picking up three pieces of rubbish doesn't matter. It does. And it's so positive about that that I think it really compels people to get involved. And the other thing that I love that it does, Take Three specifically works with schools. So it's starting to get younger generations involved and understanding the issues that are facing the environment and getting them passionate about it before things like convenience and laziness and societal expectations impacts them for the negative. And starts to to create this generation of kids who love the environment and care about it and do something about it. Well, that explains a lot, actually, because my daughter recently, when we went on a bushwalk, spoke about Take Three for the Sea mm-hmm. and was the the biggest champion of it while we were bushwalking. Yeah. As in every single, it wasn't just three, but it was every single piece of rubbish, any, anything that she could see, we picked up. Yeah. She was so passionate about it too and I loved it. And she was upset at the thought. Oh, yeah, she kept on asking like why? Why would people do this? Yes. Why were they trying to hide rubbish behind this tree or why would they put it here or Yeah, she was really struggling with the why of it all. Yeah. Why would you want to pollute this beautiful piece of greenery? Mm. You know, it was And it was right next to that particular big chunk yeah. of rubbish that was found. It was right next to a creek. And you know that any bit of wind or rain would have washed all of that straight into the creek. The other thing that I love about this idea is that it makes it all of our problems. Like I think so often we look at rubbish, someone's left rubbish at a park, you're like, oh, those people are grubs. Yes, they are. And yes, they should have picked their rubbish up. But let's not wait for someone else to be the person who fixes it. Let's be the someone else. Like we are the 
we are the person that we've been waiting for. And I think that that's what I love a lot about this initiative, Take Three for the Sea, which haven't paid, they haven't paid us, by the way, for this episode. I just think it's a wonderful initiative that we should all get behind. And it, it makes it all of our problems because we all live in the environment. We all experience and love the ocean or bushwalks or parks or whatever it might be. So why don't we all take responsibility for it? You know, and I think the more we can raise a generation of kids and also work to change the mindset of a generation of adults exactly. to that way of thinking, the more likely we are that we're actually going to make big changes. Yeah, so it doesn't have to be take three for the sea. It can be take four for the forest floor or it can be take five for the scenic drive. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just all about just being very mindful and those beautiful places that you are experiencing, you know, ensure that they are kept that way i guess because this is what drives me mad right we go for a bushwalk and we see people who are loving the views they're just reveling in the beauty of nature and then they drop their chip packet or they toss their cigarette butt like it looks this way for a reason and if we use it as a garbage dump no one's going to want to come no one's going to think it's beautiful anymore it just boggles my mind or people at the beach just loving the fact that we have these clean beaches and the water's so, you know, clear and, clear, and yeah. healthy to swim in and they'll leave their Macca's bags there. I mean, it doesn't, there is a correlation, a very direct correlation between our behaviour and what happens and what goes into our oceans or it, it really does boggle my mind. So I can understand how our daughter feels, which is like, why? Yeah, why is that okay? Why? It's, which really brings me back to something that is really central to my personal environmental passion, I guess, is the more we experience nature and get out there and really experience it and have those joyful experiences in the wild, the more we care. So I think the more we get people out into into nature, go bushwalking, go swimming, go snorkeling, I think the more we're going to care. I don't, probably not everyone, mm. but I think the more we get, particularly kids or people who are looking to make a difference, get out, go for a bushwalk, go for a hike, go camping overnight. And you can't help, I don't think, but start to love the environment even more. And that makes you want to do something to make it better, not worse. So we thought it was really important to bring this up because in previous weeks, we've spoken about that first instance of plastic or the purchase of things. So you, you can stop it there. So you can stop it right at the beginning. But then there's going to be people that don't do that. So it's actually then on the other end of the scale, stopping it in its worst plastic and rubbish, in its worst state. And that's in nature, that's mm. in in the environments that we live in. So you're, you're sort of bookending the problem. And by doing that, you're addressing sort of both, you know, both sides of the coin. Exactly. And using that frustration that I feel or that we feel when we go bushwalking and see rubbish, use that to motivate us to do better as well we can't change other people's actions but we can absolutely change our own for the better and we can take responsibility for that and we can take responsibility for education or advocacy or activism and i think that yeah using that that frustration or that sadness as a motivator for positive change is really important otherwise it becomes overwhelming or sad or you feel resigned to it so i think this week our action really is simply take three or four or five or 193 if that yeah, works for you exactly but be the person who's making the change be the change you want to see in the world that's i mangled that but 
that would be my takeaway. Have a fantastic week. Have a great week. For your ears. Who is that? Hi, Puck Pass.